I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. So I'm trying to figure out, I mean, today, looking outside, I was noticing the sun's acting a little different. So I know we're edging closer to the autumnal equinox. And uh, usually when that happens, you know, bad stuff goes down, like pumpkin spice. That's the stuff that really bothers me about the autumnal because everything has pumpkin spice on it or in it or whatever. Well, one thing that I do like about the autumnal equinox is how it gets you ready for the Halloween season. And I'm excited. I'm very excited for the Halloween season. I always have been. Um, and this this one I think is going to be a good one because there's plenty of horror movies and uh, documentaries that are uh, on the docket that I'm I'm excited for. They're going to be streaming on TV, and theaters, of course, will also be showing some terrifying stuff for the season. The Exorcist, I guess, is having either a sequel or a pre... I think it's a sequel, actually. I don't know if it's going to be good, but, you know, if it's anything like uh, Exorcist 3, which is underrated, by the way. Exorcist 3 is going to be... You know, yeah, that was a scary movie. This is going to be a scary movie, I think, too. And I've been needing to... Um, get to a documentary that was produced for MGM back in May, I believe, which is about the Amityville Horror House. Uh, It's being produced as a true crime account. And since I have no spoilers or anything to go on, I'm curious if they will include the paranormal stories about how the home was cursed because of the murders that took place there. I mean, this goes back to 1974 when I was, when I was a kid, 74, I mean, I was probably 10 or 11. This is like a few years after The Exorcist, actually. So, I mean, 1974, when Ronald DeFeo Jr. murdered six of his family members at 112 Ocean Avenue in Amityville. And just one year after the murders, the Lutz family purchased that same home and moved in. It only took a month for the Lutzes to leave because apparently they were driven out by what they say were bouts of terrifying paranormal activity. And that story alone has inspired countless supernatural theories, books, movies, sequels, uh, the Amityville Horror, of course, if you remember, I think James Brolin was in that one. Um, But like any paranormal story, there are the facts about a paranormal story. And then there are the mythologies that are spun by Hollywood and spun by writers. And then the skeptics jump in and they try to debunk the mythology and in the process say, well, if there are mythologies about this, the whole thing is is fake. Well, that's not true. Because you have a base storyline and then people like to spin stories outside of it. They write fiction about like the Amityville horror or, um, you know, any paranormal story about a place or an area, the legends die hard, but the fascination continues after years of horrific accounts and experiences that people tend to talk about. And, of course, they're around campfires. Sometimes they're late at night 
stories at sleepovers and and that's how the urban legend is born i remember reading about um well this may sound absurd but it's a legend that later after i saw the movie donnie darko i realized that it would be terrifying to experience and many who've seen the movie remember the terrifying appearance of frank the rabbit frank is simply uh, analogous to the white rabbit from alice in wonderland standing at the entrance to the rabbit hole uh frank a sign of danger a sign of intrigue and, and there's a story though that i found out about much later uh about a man who would dress as a rabbit he would dress as a bunny and he would haunt the residential neighborhoods around our nation's capital now silly as this may sound at first uh the bunny man has been a fixture of local legend for at least 30 years. By 1973, the Bunny Man was reported in Maryland and the District of Columbia. His infrequent and widespread appearances tended to occur in secluded locations. And witnesses would say, they would always tell the story about a figure clad in a white bunny suit, armed with an axe, threatening children or people or whatever, and vandalizing property. By the 1980s, the bunny man had become an even more sinister figure with several gruesome murders to his credit, although he's been reported as far south as Culpeper, Virginia. And his main haunt has been the area surrounding the railroad overpass near Fairfax Station in Virginia. And, of course, this area is frequented by partygoers hoping to get a, a, a look at Bunny Man. It's called the Bunny Man Bridge. And I've read so many scary stories about the bunny man, about uh, people hanging in the bridge, people dying, jumping off the bridge, seeing bunny man with blood all over his white bunny suit with an axe. I mean, it's, I mean, it sounds silly, but think of Frank the Rabbit and Donnie Darko and how terrifying Frank the Rabbit was in Donnie Darko. We talked about in the year of the rabbit how rabbits can be terrifying in some respects. And... Um, this this brings to mind a lot of things when it gets darker at night, right? Or the, the days become shorter. You start hearing about these legends. You start hearing about these places, these haunted places, these cursed places. These, I mean, have you ever heard an urban legend about where you live? Or have you heard a story about like a haunted bridge or a cave that you've wanted to visit? Or, you know, there are plenty of places that I've heard of that I've put on my bucket list that I want to go visit. I mean, I haven't even been to... Rachel, Nevada, I want to go to the area near the, the the mailbox, you know, Area 51. I want to go there. I want to, places I want to go and visit because of their notoriety. Uh, I wanted to go to Laughlin, Nevada because I hear the original London Bridge, it, they basically uh, reassembled the London Bridge in Laughlin, Nevada, the old brick from the London Bridge. And they reassembled it. And I often wondered if there was any, like, uh, I don't know, Anything that comes with that bridge, any haunting, any ghosts, maybe Jack the Ripper, maybe something else. I don't know. It's just there, there's some places that I think would be very uh, scary, spooky, or paranormal that I'd like to go visit. Put them on my bucket list of the damned, I guess. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. You're listening to Ground Zero. I'm Clyde Lewis. And we'll be back.
You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.